0: Test one, two, one, two, one, two. Testing, mic, check. Just a little bit more. A little more juice. Check, check. Can y'all hear me out there? Can y'all hear me out there? What up? Welcome. We got like that soft music coming on up. Can you put that song back up there what we're playing? Just bump it, please. Like we're in the club. You guys can stand for your seat. Come up to the front. Just like we're in the club. Just nice and crowded. Nice and muggy. Come on up. Come on up. Y'all start feeling it like this. Come on. Come on. Come on. Y'all don't know how to do it. Y'all never been to the club. Ready? Here it goes. Bump it. Bump it. Y'all don't know what to do. What's up, boy? All right, everybody go like this. Club Rap 101. Go like that. Come on. Come on. That's it. That's it. Praise God. Welcome to Elevate. Welcome to Elevate. Now, imagine if that was our worship song. Like we're worshiping God. We're like... With our hands up in the air. I thought about it one day. I thought about it. More guitar, please. Testing one, two. A little more juice on the guitar. All right, all right, y'all. Calm down your shenanigans. Let me get the house rules up here for me, please. You can turn the music off for me. That sound good to y'all? Just a little bit more guitar. Just squeeze it up a little. Oh, that's beautiful right there. Test Okay. Oh, beautiful. Look to your neighbor and say, beautiful. Beautiful. Not you. The guitar, silly. Silly. All right, y'all. Welcome to Elevate. Thank you for coming on out. Sorry it was a little bit late. We had to hoop it up. But once you're here, number one, you are. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's loud. I'll control it over here. Once you're here, you're here. No leaving. No leaving in the middle of the service. That's rude. Everyone looks at you and say, "That's rude." So if you see someone stand up and leave, be like, "Rude." That's what you gotta do. Number two, no fighting, cursing, threatening, gang affiliation, or the none of it. Number three, no talking while someone is on the mic. And number four. Shut off all cell phones. I think you guys get away with that. Please, if you need them on, put them on vibrate or silent. We don't want you just being disrupted during the service. Number five, no PDA. None of that. None of that. Look to you and say none of that. Say don't touch me. (laughs) Don't touch me, please. Number six, respect the leaders and E other it's a big rule just respect we live in that and number five and the best rule is oh come on you gotta say it out live like let me have dorimar come up oh look she got a little nervous oh my gosh get up with dorimar y'all Get it up amari why don't you open us up in a word of prayer come on
1: jesus we thank you god that you are you are faithful, Lord, and we just we just enter in this time of worship, and we pray that you will come, God, and that we will encounter you, Lord Jesus, and that we will know you more in this time, God, and that we will just focus on you, God, and focus on what you're going to do, Jesus. Amen.
0: I'm speaking to the mic like it's there. I'm like, come on, y'all, give it up. Okay, none of that, none of that. Y'all calm down. It's not that serious. Look to your neighbor, it's not that serious. Look to Marcy and say, it's not that serious. <laughs> not that serious at all. All right, y'all, yeah, this first song, can we get it up on the screen for me, please? It's called You Are Good. If we can get the song up on the screen for me, please. Just got to say it a little more firm there. This first song is called You Are Good. And guys, we just, just do whatever the song says, amen. If it says, there's a part of the song it says, and I sing because you are good, and I dance. That's your cue to dance, right? And I shout, just shout. <laughs> y'all get it, y'all get it, y'all get it. Come on, we'll clap your hands. Here we go, I want to. And I want to scream it out. From every mountain top, your goodness knows no bounds, your goodness never stops, your mercy follows me, your kindness fills my life, your love amazes me. Con I sing and i sing because you are good and i dance because you are good and i shout because you are good you are good you're good to me Going back to the top and i want to and i want to scream it out from every mountain top, your goodness knows no bounds. Your goodness never stops. And when you're there you go, your kindness fills my life. Your love amazes me. Here we go, now nice stand and I sing because you are good and I dance because you are good and I shout because you are good and you are good. Come on, sit to the top, and I sing. And I sing because you are good. And I dance because you are good. And I shout because you are good. And you are good. You're good to me. Come on, clap your hands. Nothing and no one. Here we go. Nothing and no one comes anywhere close to you. The earth and oceans deep only reflects this. Come on, in, in. And in my darkest night, you shine as bright as day. Your love amazes me. Let's sing it out. And I sing. And I sing because You are good, and I dance because You are good, and I shout because You are good, and You are good. And you come on. I sing and I sing because You are good, and I dance because You are good, and I shout because You are good, and You are good. Check this out with the cry, and with the cry of praise, my heart will proclaim and you are good come on and you are good in the sun in the sun rain my life celebrates you are and you are good come on let me say it and you are good with the cry and with a cry of praise my heart will proclaim and you are good come on and you are good in the sun, in the sun rain my life celebrates and you are good, sing it out you are and you are good and i sing and i sing because you are good and i dance because you are good and i shout because you are good and you are good come on sing it out and i sing And I sing because you are good, and I dance because you are good, and I shout because you are good, and you are one more time, and I sing. And I sing because you are good, and I dance because you are good, and I shout because you are good, and you are good. You're good to me. Yes, you're good. Sing it out. You're good to me. Give it up for the Lord, yeah. Woo! Woo! I feel like sometimes he has a bunch of cheerleaders for God. Come on, y'all. y'all not, see, I, I don't look at myself as a cheerleader, I look at myself like someone on the team. Come on. I could just tell you right now, like, You guys are not even just in what God has for you in worship. Some of you guys just got to go after it. Come on, you've been in the church too long to know you're just standing with your hands folded. You know better than that. Come on, God's not down with you and your your feeling of not wanting to worship. Come on, man. Come on, there's a God that wants to invade your life. How many of y'all believe that God wants to just invade our life? Come on. Your love. Sing this out with me. Your love never fails. Your love never fails and never gives up. It never runs out home. Come on, let's proclaim that. It never gives up. And never runs out on me. Sing it out. And Your love never fails and never gives up and never runs out on me. Your love. Come on, let's sing higher than. Higher than the mountains that I face. Sing stronger. and Stronger than the power of the grave. Constant. He's constant in the trial and the change. Sing one thing, one thing. Come on. re Sing one thing. It's one thing. re Sing it out, your love. Your love never fails and never gives up. It never runs out, homie. Sing it out. Your love never fails and never gives up. Look to your neighbor, sing it. Your love never. We're not talking about their love. Come on, we're talking about God. Encourage your neighbor. Come on. His love never fails and never gives up and never runs out on me. Your love never fails and never gives up and never runs out on me. Sing out. Your love never fails and never gives up and never runs out on me. Your love. Come on. Let's sing on and on. Because on and on and on and on it goes. It overwhelms. Cause it overwhelms and satisfies my soul And I never, and I never ever have to be afraid Sing one thing, one thing remain. Sing one thing, one thing remains Sing your love, your love never fails and never Come on, sing it out. Your love never fails and never gives up. It never gives up. and never runs out on me. Your love. Your love. Let's sing that out again. Every voice in this place, sing your love. And your love never fails and never gives up and never runs out. But your love never fails and never gives up and never runs out homie me. Your love. On to sing in death and in life In death, in life I'm confident and covered by the power Of your great love My debt, my debt is paid There's nothing that can separate my heart From your great love Come we'll sing it again, in death. In death, in life, I'm confident and covered by the power of your great love. Sing my death. My death His pain. There's nothing that can separate my heart from your great love. Sing your love. And your love never fails, and never gives up, and never runs out on me. And your love never fails, and never gives up. And your love never fails, and never gives up, and never runs out on me. And your love. Come on, look to your neighbor and say it like this. Say it like this to your neighbor. And his love never fails and never gives up and never runs out on you. Come on. And his love never fails and never gives up and never runs out on you. Come on, encourage him. He never gives up and never runs out on you. His love. Come on, sing on and on. Because on and on and on and on it goes Cause it overwhelms, cause it overwhelms and satisfies then that never, him I never, ever have to be afraid Sing one thing, one thing remains One thing, yes, it's one thing "...remains your love." And your love never fails and never gives up and never runs out. will on, lift up your hands and sing. Your love never fails and never gives up and never runs out on me. And Your love never fails and never gives up and never runs out on me. Your love... How many of you guys can feel the love of the Lord in this place? Come on. God, we praise you. God, we thank you. And it's not something that we make up, God, but we can feel you, God. It doesn't matter if our neighbor can't feel you. I just want to encourage you to just to close your eyes with me right now in this time of worship. Mm-hmm, so God. His love, come on, sing that out. Your love. And your love never fails and never gives up. Ever try to do something and you failed so bad at it you ever try to be there for somebody but you couldn't be and you just let them down and it hurt the person and it hurt your relationship with them and you just didn't feel good about it or you maybe you might be that person in that relationship where you've been hurt by somebody come on this song is talking about God never leaving his love, never failing. I'm in constant need of that love. I'm a 22 year old man and I'm telling you that I'm in need of the love of a savior. I need God to come in daily to fill me with his love. I need to come to God daily just to speak with him, to talk that relationship with him. And some of you guys haven't done that this week And you can be the one that comes up to God where you failed him, knowing that you should have made time. So that could be you in this place. But I'm going to tell you what. God's not mad at you. God's not upset at you. You guys can take this time right now, right now, and just say, God, I'm sorry that I put other things before you. I'm sorry that I made excuses. I'm sorry that I haven't been doing the right thing before you. That's what righteous means, doing, living right, doing what is right. You knowing better and still doing wrong. Bible says that's a sin and that separates you from God. You have the chance right now and say, God, I'm the one that let you down. I'm the one that's left you, but your love never fails and never gives up and never runs out on me some of you guys need to receive that in this place just fresh man god i'm sorry and i receive your forgiveness i receive your love come on come on if that's you in this place i'm gonna give you these next these next couple moments for you guys to just speak to god And just say, man, God, I know I should be in church. I know I should live right. I know I shouldn't have done that. But I'm going to close my eyes right now. I'm going to talk with you. Come on. I'm just going to encourage you right now to speak with the Lord right now. Just make this time and pray with God. Come on. Up and never runs out on me. Your love never fails and never gives up and never runs out. Oh, your love never fails and never gives. Now, God's singing it to you. My love never fails and never gives up and never runs out on you. My love never fails and never gives up and never runs out on you My love never fails and never gives up and never runs out on you My love My love never fails and never gives up and never runs out on you My love never fails and never gives up and never runs out on you. My love never fails and never gives up and never runs out on you. My love. I just felt right now just really let to sing that out as if God were to say it to you. I want you guys to close your eyes in this place and just think and just hear as if God is singing this out to you. This is what he would say. This is what his Holy Spirit, this is what he wants you to know today. What is God trying to tell you? Here it is. My love never fails and never gives up and never runs out on you. My love never fails and never gives up and never runs out on you. My love never fails and never gives up never runs out on you, my love. If that's you in this place, I want you to place one hand over your heart. And I want you to sing this back unto the Lord as a sign of surrender, as a sign that you are in agreement with God's love over your life. Come on. Let's sing it back to him. Let's say, Your love. Your love never fails and never gives up. It never runs out on me, your love. Your love never fails and never gives up. It never runs out on me, your love. Your love never fails and never gives up. It never runs out on me, your love. Yes, it's your love. Yes, Lord, it's your love. It's your love. Posting your love. And your love never fails and never gives up and never runs out on me. And your love never fails and never gives up and never runs out on me. And your love never fails and never gives up and never runs out on me. Your love It's your love Come if you're filled with the Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking in tongues, go ahead and just start speaking it out today. Come on, we're a church that believes in the gifts of the Spirit. The Bible says that when the Holy Spirit came upon the disciples back in the early days, they started speaking in an unknown language. They started speaking in tongues as the Holy Spirit enabled them. Come, we believe in the power of the Holy Spirit today. Come on, if this is new to you, I just want you to close your eyes, just participate, say, man, I don't, I've never heard about that, but I love God and I love Jesus Christ. I love the Holy Spirit. Come on, I'm gonna worship God. Come on. This next song is called The Hope's Anthem. And I want you to listen to the words as I sing it out. And I want you to begin to proclaim this. Whenever you go back into a situation that doesn't look too good, that you're afraid, that maybe you have uh, some doubts on what's going on, I want you to sing this song. Just listen to the words. And my hope is in you, God. I am steadfast, and I will not be moved, and I'm anchored, never shaken, all my hope is in you. Sing my hope, my hope is in you God, I am steadfast, and I will not be moved, and I'm anchored, never shaken. Oh, my hope is in you. Come on, let sing it, all the voices. My hope is in you, God. I am steadfast, I will. And I'm slain. come on. Never. Oh, my hope is in you. Whenever every voice my hope, my hope is in You, God. I am steadfast, and I will not be moved. And I'm anchored, never shake I want you, I want to explain the words of this psalm. Um, the Bible says that a hope is something you you have. You place it in God. And the next part, it says, and I am steadfast. That word steadfast means you're firmly planted. Nothing's going to move you. I will not be moved. And it says, I'm anchored. That means that it goes down deep, never shaken, and my hope is in you. I say to you today because so many times there's things in our life that will come up against us that will cause us to move from God. I want everybody to look up at me. ain't no matter, I don't care what situation comes into your life. No family situation, no parent situation, no school situation. Ain't nothing separating you from the hope and the love you have in God. Listen to me. I don't care. The world can stop against, the world can come against you. Bible says if God is for you, if God lives inside of you, nothing can stand against you. You need to receive that today. That's the hope that I have. When I sing this song, it's not just karaoke words on a, on a screen, but I sing this song. I said, that's, that's my God. That when my father, this past Wednesday, goes into the hospital in utter pain. I've never seen him so, so sick. The man of the house, the one who's always supposed to be strong, just sick and weak, and spent the last couple days in the hospital. You better believe I'm on my face crying out to God and praying, God, heal him. God, I believe that everything is going to be okay. You are in control. I tell you what, in times of crisis, when things happen, you find yourself really panicking. And that's the time we need to come to God. This is what I say. Before the crisis comes, let's put our hope in God. Amen? Come on. I'm telling you... You have no idea I just want to encourage you I'm just telling you my business right now I was afraid I started to tear up I'm like man what is wrong I had to put my trust in God and I sang this song and I meant it for the first time it's just like man you gotta mean something today Elevate I want you to mean this when you sing this song my hope is in God It's in him, I will not be moved, I will not be shaken. Though sickness come to my family, I will still trust in the Lord. Though things may come and go, I will still place my hope in God. I will not be shaken, I will not be moved. Come on, let's sing this out, my hope. And my hope is in you, God. I am steadfast and I will not be moved. And I'm anchored, never shaken. Oh, my hope is in you. One more time, my hope, my hope is in you, God. I am steadfast and I will not be moved and I'm anchored, never shake. Oh my hope is in you. Come on, run out an attitude of prayer. I just want you to just, just say that to yourself and just tell God that come on. This is a time of worship. It's also a time of prayer. You just close your eyes and just say, man, God, I'm just going to do what they say. I'm going to believe in you. I'm going to put my trust in you. Come on. My hope is in you, God. It all belongs to you. It's all yours, Lord. Father, I pray right now for every student in this place, God. Father, you know what they're going through. I can't possibly know every detail about their life but I know they're in desperate need of you. I know they need you every day to fill them with your Holy Spirit. I know that if you don't talk to them that if you don't make this real they will go home and be defeated by the devil. They will go home and do the exact same thing they were doing before they came in. But I also know that your Holy Spirit power is in this place. I also know that you meet with us, that you're even speaking right now. Have your way, Father God, in this service and the rest of what we do. We bless your name, we lift you up. And everybody said. And everybody said. Come on, give a shout out to the Lord. Look to your neighbor and say, I'm so glad you came. Look to your neighbor and say, God is good. God is good. I want you to go before we break out. Before you break out, find two people you've never met. Introduce yourself and say, God loves you. Go ahead. Two people. Go. Let me have my Warriors for Christ, WC4, W4C, and my, my JC soldiers over here. Quickly, 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 quickly. Break out. Test one, two, one, two, perfect. All right, the next three minutes, starting now, three minutes, and break back in. 30 more seconds, 30 more seconds, 30 more seconds. Ten more seconds. Two legit two everybody in on three. One, two, three. Two legit to quit. Okay, on three again. Somebody should've told you. I'm a JC so five more seconds. Somebody should have told you. I'm a J C so Break back in, break back in. Victory scream! Praise God. I don't know if we're through a scream. Yes. Welcome, 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 Chuck. One, two, three. Welcome, welcome to Elevate. Poke your neighbor and let them know this is for real, for real. You are really in the house of God. You are really at a youth group. Praise God. Stop poking your neighbor, please. They don't like it. <laughs> they never liked it in the first place. Someone's gonna get beat up. No more, no more poking, please. Welcome to Elevate. <laughs> Praise God. look to, I'm so. No more looking to your neighbor. I'm gonna get in trouble with my neighbors. Thank you for coming on out. Today, guys, we are having a special service because it's the beginning of a new month. And every month we have a new series. So today we have a new series for you guys. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. The weather is getting nice outside. We started a little bit late. If you can lower Toby Mac or who is that? Switchfoot, my bad. If you can lower switch for me. So we're going to have great things for you guys. Keep on coming out. We want to just grow it and expand. And And it happens by you guys coming out, spreading the word, and inviting your friends. OK, so invite your friends. So look, this is our vision. This is how we do it here in the church. Loving God, loving people every week, week in, week out. You hear us say it. We love God. Amen. We come here. We worship. We we have this service as to show you. We, we love God. And then we we love people. We do that by telling people about Jesus Christ. We do that by now showing that. Right. Check this out. If you had a boyfriend. Right. We just call him Papi Chulo. We're not going to give any names right? Papi Chulo, right? That's that's your boyfriend for the ladies. And for the fellas, we'll have we'll have Miss Thing. Okay. Alright? So we have Papi Chulo and Miss Thing, right? Now watch this. Now if you are in a relationship with Papi Chulo, right? How would you show love to Pop No. Okay. Don't want to answer that. <laughs> I gotta think about this before I even say it. I need a filter. You would show love Okay, we'll we'll go back to your mom. M- mom and dad, no dirty minds over here. You show love to somebody by, by what? Spending time, right? That that shows love, right? Because every time you hear somebody complaining, oh, he doesn't spend time with me. You don't love me no more. Right? So s- spending time, quality time is a way of showing love. How about this? Um, communication. How come you don't talk to me? You don't love me no more, right? Do we hear that? We get that sometimes. How about how about maybe investing? right? Spending a little money. How come you used to get me roses and flowers? You never did that. You never do that no more. Right? That that happens. I don't know why I had like that accent. No mo. <laughs> Pray for me, y'all. I don't know what's happening up here. It's not, it's not all clicking. But that's the way we do it now with loving God and loving people. We just don't say it, but we show it. Amen. And so our strategy for that is connect, mentor, and send. And here we connect you. Next slide for me, please to a life group, everybody say a life group. If you're a part of the JC soldiers, just make some noise. If you're a part of Words for Christ, make some noise. Everybody look to a word for Christ and go shh. <laughs> Just kidding, we love them all. Here it is. We have our life group Saturdays and Sundays, guys. Be a part of it. That's at a house. Again, it's that place where you can just chill, open up, and we we'll get to the word. Amen. And then we have that that the next step mentor. If you're a one-on-one, or make some noise. Oh, someone really quick, just just yell it out. What's give me a funny word to say? Okay, we will sticking with Goober. Okay. If you're in the one or one I want you guys to just yell out Goober on the count of three. One, two, three. See, if you're not yelling it out, that means you're not cool. It's just true. I'm just kidding. We love you anyway. So this is how you are brought up, okay? How we teach you about the word of God, how we teach you to be a disciple, amen? And then we send you out. Everybody go like this. Send you out because you're not meant to stay in the church because what happens is you start stinking it up. I'll tell you this one nasty story just because I can. Should I? Okay, all right. See, I'm not thinking. I'll tell you anyways. What ends up happening, if you sit in the same spot all the time, it ends up stinking. <laughs> I remember this one guy at my old church. Uh he had this he had this one chair, would always sit on it. And one time he went accident on there. The smelliest chair I've ever smelled in my life. And not like I'm smelling it but you can smell it when you walk by. So you don't wanna stay in the chair because you start stinking it up. That's not good at all. So don't smell your neighbor's chair after the service. Ooh, they stinky. <laughs> That'd be gross. And then we send you out here. We have a goal with 100,000 disciples in Chicago with 50 churches to plant. As a matter of fact, we are going around the world. We are, oh my gosh, it's still hitting me. In about a week, in a week from now, a week and a half from now, I will be in India Like, you ever take the globe, you spin it all the way around India. I'll be there for two weeks. So I'm going to miss you guys for a little bit. And uh, I might Skype you guys. We might Skype. So keep me up. So, so guys, this is really happening. It's not just something we made up, but it is happening in the church. Amen? Amen. Next slide for me, please. The 101, again, sign up if you're interested. If you say, man, I really want to be a disciple. And stop playing games with yourself. You know you should be a disciple. Come on up. Talk to us. Amen? Amen. Let's keep on going. Keep it going. Interns, let me have Ellie. Give it up for Ellie as he comes on. I'll give it up for. I want him to to tell you a little bit about it, cause he he is pretty much gonna be leading this out. I'll be with him, but he's gonna be here. I want you guys to hear Ellie. He preached that one time, and then he hides in the back. We're making him come on out. This is what he looks like. Everybody, take a good look. Leilani's like, watch it. Okay, we ain't checking them out like that. Ellie, tell us what is interns wanted. Come on, on, man. Well, you guys basically know that all of us here do ministry and whatnot. And so internship is basically you guys getting to learn what ministry is about. It's not like you're going to be doing it every single day or whatever. It's just a Saturday, and it's from 12 to 3. Uh, From 12 to 1 o'clock, it's going to be just us, you know, just praying, you know, just getting into the the Word of God or whatever. And we might actually let you guys preach a little sermon to the the rest of the people who are there, the rest of the interns. And from uh, 1 to 3 o'clock, we're going to do regular ministry, man. It's going to be awesome. We're going to do things like, you know, car washes. We're going to do things that are just going to walk around, talk about Jesus. It's going to be really interesting, really fun stuff. And so I'm just encouraging you guys, if you guys want to learn about ministry, this is the place to do it. This is the awesome time to do it. Amen. 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 Simple say. Give it up for Ellie, y'all. So it's it's this summer. Guys, this is our way of saying, man, we don't do too much in the church hanging out. Guys, it's a way for you not to grow. I'm telling you, it is awesome. It would just do something You God would just work. I want God to speak to me. Well, you're not going to do it sitting home playing PS3 all day. Come on out. Let God use you. Amen. I'm t- I'm telling you, it it, w- it will change your life. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Amen. Amen. Next slide for me, please. <laughs> we've been here, go ahead, next slide, yeah, go ahead, <laughs> praise God, all right, all right, now, now, this is something we have up our sleeve, like, they're ace up the sleeve, as they say, everybody go like this, that like we're conniving something interesting, and so this is happening this summer at the end of July, am I correct, end of July, Ellie, go ahead and play it for me, man, you gotta bump it, bro, you gotta bump it, y'all bump it, bump it, there you are.
1: New Orleans, New Orleans, New Orleans. Can anything good come from New Orleans, New Orleans, New Orleans? We came back at the storm, but New Orleans, New Orleans, New cause we know God gonna transform New Orleans, New Orleans, New Orleans. I'm glad that I was born in New Orleans. Everything out of the known in New Orleans. I came back after the storm. Yeah. My regime must seem like we scream twice in the third wall, fourth wall, seventh wall, ninth wall. The devil fight all so we strike hard like God up Jericho. Tell the Jericho. Teddy, please sit me to John. I guess I couldn't let it go. i got a penny for my city. I'm hurting for my city. The murder capital. i got a burden for my city. The turdent for my city to embrace
0: the truth. This dog chased the god like God chased the youth. Come on, cool. give it up, y'all. So, the end of July, this is really happening, and, and again, I don't use this lightly, change your life. Oh, well, you say that for everything, Adam. This life will change your life. This, change. Literally, what? How? Listen to how am i going to say it. How God moves and works in every individual as they th- it changed my life. When I went out to this, change my life. It does. And every time I go out to a mission trip to New Orleans, And this is a mission trip. Anybody ever been on a road trip over 10 hours? Anybody been stuck in a car driving over 10 hours? Yeah, yeah, it it happens. So this this, is what happens. It's it's a road trip. Ellie, Leilani, and Cynthia are driving down to New Orleans in our 15-passenger van, and it's going to happen. And what's going to happen, you're going to be on the streets witnessing, sharing your faith, and telling people about Jesus Christ. And you guys will see some of the most craziest things ever, like people getting saved in the middle of the street. It's something so awesome, and I encourage every one of you to be a part of that. If you can, it will cost some. I believe it's $200, correct? $200. So start saving up now. Start saving up. Guys, we want you to be a part of it. You know, start saving up. As a matter of fact, Leilani, at the end of service, she has a sign-up sheet, okay? The $200 will include your state, your well care, your food. Am I correct? It includes all of it. So you guys are going to get hooked up, okay? And Metro Praise, we know some people down in Orleans, so you're going to meet up with some of our other churches out there that we know, some good friends. Pastor Joe's pastors out there as well, so it's going to be a good time. So guys, consider it. Pray about it. We want you to go. Amen, amen. Next slide for me, please. Sum. How many of you guys enjoy Chino Life? <laughs> my, my man, my man, Chino Life. I, I love it. Can you do me a favor? Go to my Facebook and get that video up of Elote Hunt, please. And thank you. And and let me get let me get one of them. One of them. Yeah, one of them. Let me get let me get that up here. I wanna. I want you guys. Whoever was paying attention. I'm gonna give this out for free. It's a Chino Life CD. I think this might be signed. No, this was not the signed one. I got the signed one in the back, it's okay. All right, Chino Life, my man was out here. He left back, he said he had an awesome time. He wants to come back out, so we're gonna plan something out maybe in the future. But during, and this is what I want you to do, and I want my leaders to have an eyes out for me, please, on my leaders, 201 leaders. Look out and see whoever stands up first. Now. I was introducing chino life uh, and the before he came up to preach, listen up, and w- after I asked the question, you guys can jump up not just raise your hand, jump up, and a- if you get the answer right, don't blurt it out, but if you get the answer right, you can win and if you weren't here last week, I'm sorry you had to be here last week Chino, but I introduced him, and before I called him up, I said. His name's not just Chino Life. Well, you don't even know the question, girl. You got it wrong. I said, his name's not just Chino Life. Before we play that, please <laughs> you full screen that for me, brother, please? Um, before we, I introduced him, I said, I want you to give me his f- full name, his real name. If you know it, go ahead and stand on up. His full name. Rameses Eric Sampson is not correct. <laughs> so You had Rameses right. His full name. My man over here. What you got? Nice try. No. Any Spanish name? Garcia. He was crossing his fingers. Wait. Say it again. Definitely not. No. It's okay. That's too much guessing. Cynthia is cheating. You already know him. His name is. Wait a minute. His name is Rameses Eric. Echeveria. You never would have gotten it, but you have to talk to him, so. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, so I, I'm, I'm still wanting to give this away. I'm going to explain this really quickly. Yes. Oh, okay. Everybody knows the dance. Okay, so wh- what I'm going to play for you right now is, is we had Chino, and we told him he's from He's from uh, Miami, he's his nationality, he's Cuban, and he's never had an elote. Anybody know what an elote is? You know that, quack quack quank? My man, Chino Life, we, this was 12 o'clock Sunday night, he leaves Monday morning, he's Googling on his iPhone, elotes, and we're like, dude, you cannot Google these guys up. Basically, they're immigrants selling corn <laughs> off the curb. You're not gonna find them on your iPhone. You gotta find them on the street, it's fresh off the street. And he's like, really? Because I, I found it right here, and it took him all the way to Wrigleyville. Don't listen to that. So here it is. He was dying. He was feigning for some elotes. It's 12, mind you, 12.30 at night, and we go to a Baskin Robbins, because we wanted an ice cream, and this is what this man, he still can't get it off his mind. Go ahead and play it for me. In the morning, they, they don't be out too early in the morning. huh? Can you can you play that one once more for me please? Once more. From the beginning, thank you. Listen to this guy. He's in the morning. They don't be out too
1: early in the
0: morning, huh? He asked thank you so much, Ellie. He's asking the guy. I love Chino, we had a good time. It was hilarious. <laughs> we had a really good time but he did not find lot but I want to give this CD away. I want to give this CD away. Okay? Let me let me ask a question that that he shared plenty of times. Uh what does the word stand up if you know it. Don't don't stand up if you if you stand up before I ask you're not going to get it. What does the word holy mean? Lawrence Hold on, hold on a second. Say it again. To be set apart. Come on up here. Get your CD son. Get yourself a Chino life. Give it up for Buttercup, y'all. Come on. Don't, don't hate, appreciate. Praise God. I call him Buttercup. That's his name. Ask him why later. Praise God. But S U M guys, if you're this is a call of God in your life, alright? We have a really fun time at school, but we learn, we go deep into the word because we are called to change the world. Amen? And if you have that same call, we have flyers and information for you in the back, so look us up, hit us up, we have a website, amen. Next slide for me, please, you guys can stand to your feet, stand to your feet, and look to your neighbor, nudge them a little bit, say, this one, especially for you right here, what's going on? <laughs> they want our money. <laughs> Tithes and offering. Now today, guys, we have a tradition here that the beginning of the month we give to the nations, Okay. Missions. We specifically designate whatever you guys come up and feel led to give on your heart to the nations because our churches, okay, they they do have an an economy, a third world country. And it's not, I'm telling you, if you guys go on our Metro Praise website, look at some of our videos, it would touch your heart how poor, how, how much less they have than us. And some of the things that we have that we take for granted, it's like luxury to them. Literally, there are streets where people are, are using the bathroom in the middle of the streets and living in it. It's really sad when you see a little kid come up and just eat like nasty, like deteriorating food off the floor because he has nothing else to eat. And we're not trying to solicit them, make you feel bad, but this is what we're doing. We have a church over there that is going out and changing the world. and they're going out and reaching these people. They're going out and telling people about the gospel. And you guys have a part in playing to that because everything that comes here doesn't come to our pocket so I can get a better car. None none of that. Doesn't come to our pocket so I can dress fly. No, it goes straight to our churches, to our pastors out there to go out and change their community. The same way we are here and we are changing Chicago, us Americans, the Indian people are going out there changing their communities, their city. Amen. In two weeks from now, we're actually going to be out there. So keep us in prayer. But, guys, today is designated for missions. A tithe is 10% of your total income. So today for me was payday. I work at Starbucks. So if let's say I got paid $500, right, what's 10% of $500? $50 bucks right here, right off the bat. That's 10%, right? So we understand that $100, 10% is $10, right? And so an offering is whatever you give unto God after your tithe. So now, after you say, man, God, I'm giving you what's yours. Now, if you feel led by you, like, man, I just don't want to stop here because I, I have these pastors in my heart. I'm going to give to them. Go ahead. That is your offering. Amen. Always be led, young people, to give to God with, the Bible says, with a cheerful heart. Smile. Just force it. So just give with a cheerful heart. Amen. If we have a Bible verse we like to say that reminds us of this, Acts 10.35, and you can say it with me. It says, remembering the words the Lord Jesus himself. What did he say? It is more. Bless. Come on, let's pray before we give. Father, I thank you for every student. Father, you have blessed them to be a blessing. And Father, I pray that you would use them to change your world. Father, we give to the nations because you care for them. We bless them in Jesus' name. And everybody set. Come on up as you give DJ play that beat. I remember when I used to listen to Lil Wayne, he'd go, yeah, yeah. Remember that? See, I don't listen to that no more. Does he still do that? Ah, uh, see, so y'all still listen to it. Shame, shame, shame. Yes, he does. I got it in the car. Praise God. If you guys can make your way up to the front, there's some empty chairs. I don't like when I preach because sometimes I just look at empty chairs. It gets me sad. All right. Oh, there are? Okay, so if we can move some people up to the front. Melissa can help move. Just make me feel special. Go ahead and move on up. Today's lesson is called. Are oh, y'all aren't even ready for it? Ellie, they ready for it, bro? Nah, he's <laughs> like, nah, don't give her to them. All right, guys, look. Today's series, look, this is going to get deep for you guys this whole entire month. It's, it's, it's going to get deep, it's going to get skin deep. I remember I used to get splinters, right? And uh, you remember I was like was like, first grade to like fourth grade, all right? When there was no mechanical pencils, you go up to the sharpener. You have to raise your hands. Can I sharpen my pencil? Go ahead, sharpen your pencil for the fifth time. And you leave it in there, and you sa- it just keeps on going down to get that little stub, and you would write with it. That's what you wanted the whole entire time, just a little stub. You think it's cute. You're writing with it. Where's your pencil? Right here. But I remember when I used to sharpen those things up, uh, it's lead, and sometimes the tip—you know—sometimes it would easily break off. And uh, there's a couple times you, uh, you can tell in my hand where the the tip—I don't know how it happened—but it got stuck in my finger and snapped off. <laughs> and straight up laughed at me. That's <laughs> what you get. <laughs> Damn, that's how you feel. This is what happened. It, so it, it gets stuck in my hand. I wish I had a camera, but. I got two places on my hand right now where where the the pin went in and broke off and left the the coloring of the pencil in my in my hand. one here, and the and the other's right there. It hurt so much. I remember I was young. I was. I don't know why I was playing with pencils, mind you. I was young. But here is the marks. If you want to after service, Adam, can you show me? I'll show you right here. Just so a cool tip. So this is basically gonna get. How did I get to that story? I'm going to tell you right now. This sermon series is going to get deep. It's going to penetrate as much as that pencil tip penetrated my finger. What I'm trying to say is it's going to get a little personal and close and deal directly with a lot of things you're dealing with today. And no better way to do it. No better way to do it than me, your pastor, coming up and telling you, like, hey, we can all work on this. Because how many of us like it when somebody we don't even know comes up, yada, 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 and you're like this, and you're like that, and you need to do this, right? We don't like that. Oh, no, you did it. Don't come up to me in my face barking something. So you can trust me as your pastor. I love you guys. I want to see the best for you, okay? It doesn't matter if you're old, if you're young, if you're a leader, if you're not, it's all good principles to learn, amen? And so this series is called What Lies Beneath. And we kind of got this idea as a staff. We were talking about like, man, what can we do? What lies beneath? And we thought about this whole thing like, man, the Phantom of the Opera. How many of y'all saw the Phantom of the Opera before? Right? It's cool, right? So we understand that that man, he has the mask and the cape and he likes playing the piano he lights the dark. No one knows why, but he's always in the dark. I don't know the story. I'll find out next week for you guys. But today's sermon is called The Mask. Everybody say the mask. Say it one more time. The mask. Before we start, if my skit team could go ahead and get ready, we have we have this awesome skit for you guys. Literally, like it's the entire youth group is in the skit. So we, we want to show you just a little demonstration. And it's all going to tie in. Is my skit team ready? Almost ready. Give me like another minute. Okay, so I'm going to prep it up for you guys. Listen up. If you're not in the skit, if you're not in the skit, listen up. Today's sermon is called <laughs> The Mask. I heard though. I like that. Uh, so today's sermon is called The Mask. It, you guys can start to get it as the skit plays out. I'm going to go ahead and let the skit get. Give it up for the skit team, y'all. Come on.
1: Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Spins a web any size, catches thieves just like flies. Look out, here comes a Spider-Man. Is he strong? Listen, bud. He's got radioactive blood. Can he swing from a thread? Take a look.
0: Give it up for this kitchen, (laughs) y'all. Man, Spider-Man. I bet y'all didn't know we had Spider-Man at the church today. (laughs) Failed. Failed. (laughs) Failed. That was... (laughs) Uh, praise God. You're going to get me laughing, man. I don't know if I can preach. I'm sorry, but you guys catch that? This girl's trying to get up and knocks this thing over claw, on her way out. It's like, take that, skit team. <laughs> Treat it. Praise God. We try to take care of the mic. We want to like, use it later on to bless you guys. So today's message is called The Mask, and that's kind of a little bit of what we're talking about. We're not talking about superheroes. Yes. We're not talking about Spider-Man. Oh, look at him go. Oh. Give it up for Chris, man. He really does try, man. He does a good job. But how many of you guys know that Spider-Man is a superhero, right? He's fake. He's not he's not real, y'all. Okay, I'm sorry to bust your butt. He is not real. Yeah, he's he's not re- neither is Santa Claus. But check this out. Spider-Man in order to conceal his identity, he wears a he wears a mask. Everybody knows it. Because wh- why does he c- protect himself? Why does he wear a mask? Protect his identity, protect his family, because he doesn't want people knowing who he is, because if they know, they can go after his loved ones, right? So that's what a mask does. It hides who you are. And I'm going to give you some other famous uh, superheroes, but I'm going to give you this this man right here. His name is Clark Kent. Who's Clark <laughs> Y'all, calm down, girls. It's not, he's not even that, even looking good. Okay, who is Clark Kent when he is unveiled, when it's superheroes? Who is it? He's not an accountant. He's a what? Go ahead and show him, Ellie. What is the next slide for me, please? He's Superman. That is a big difference. Praise God. And, and let me give you this other name right here. We, we have another man by the name of... Bruce Wayne. (laughs) All the fellas are like, Some of y'all fellas fainting over here, like, oh my gosh. You never told me, Adam, he's gonna be here. Now check this out, Bruce Wayne, my man, Bruce Wayne. He wears a mask too, but when he's wearing his mask, who is he known as? (laughs) Spider-Man. Ellie, can you please show us who my man is? My man is Batman. And if you had to ask me, personally, I was a Superman growing up, but now I'm all about Batman. Batman is the stuff, okay? Batman is the stuff. So here it is. We understand that even superheroes, okay, they're not real, but let's use this example. They use a mask, check this out, to cover their identity. They cover who they are. Why am I talking about a mass superheroes in church? Remind you, the sermon series, we're talking about what lies beneath. And so many times in the church today, a lot of Christians, a lot of church goers, they wear a mask when they come to church. What do you mean? Not like Marcy is right now. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is when they come to church, they put up a front. There, It's not really them. Whether, check this out, whether you've been saved for all your life, and you come and you play the role, God, and you put that mask on because you know it's church, and so you have to act like you saved. and then when you leave the church, what happens is that mask comes off, And who you really are, everybody else sees. Now let me ask you something. Is what we see here in the church who you really are? What you do here in the church, is that really what you do back home? How you treat people here, is that the same way you treat others out of the church or even outside? So we learn that this mask is not a good thing. We use the example of superheroes to relate to you that for the church, Christians should never wear this mask or even this to even hide because you're embarrassed of who you are. So many times when we go back to school and and when we're put in a situation, it doesn't happen often, but when it happens, we either have the chance to say, man, yeah, I love God. I live for God. Yeah, this is who I'm a Christian we back down when someone says or takes Jesus Christ's name in vain. And they joke about it all the time. They, they use profanity, but they use the word God in Jesus. And they say, and we just like, yeah, that's cool. And we sometimes agree with them. We laugh at their jokes. We put on this mask of like that, that name does not mean anything to us. Like something hasn't happened in our life. I mean, I remember my times in high school and just the clicks and and the circles that I had. So many times I would feel like I had to put this mask on in order to fit in. And so what happens is that mask is not a Christian mask. But it's a mask of the world. And you know what? The devil's handing them out and he's handing you these masks and you're fitting in and you're looking just like everybody else. When God called you to be holy, separate, set apart. And I'm not talking about you guys going to the Dallas or family tree or to Party City, buying that mask that everybody buys on Halloween and putting it up and throwing. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying that you guys are not being genuine. There's an identity crisis within the church, within this youth group. You guys don't know who you are. Oh, I know who I am. Do you live it? I'm gonna give you this example. If you guys can open up your Bibles with me to to Second Samuel, chapter 11. In this story, we talk about King David. I gave you guys in in series before a little bit about King David, but I'm gonna give you this awesome story, just example we can follow. It's not really awesome in the sense that oh my gosh, it's awesome story. But something David did, how he felt in his relationship with the Lord. 2 Samuel, it's in, the, it's in the Old Testament, one of the very first books in the Bible. 2 Samuel chapter 11, verses 1 through 5. Ellie, if you can get it up for me on the screen. Thank you. I'll read it up. It says like this, 2 Samuel 11, 1. In the spring at the time when the kings go off to war, David, this is King David, David sent Joab out with the kings of men and the whole Israelite army. They destroyed the Ammonites and besieged Rabah, but David remained in Jerusalem. So what's happening here, okay, you have to understand there is a war going out and David is sending his team. And one thing you have to notice at the end of verse 1, it says, but David remained in Jerusalem. Why is that so important and why am I stopping if there's more of the story? What happens is Dave was known to be a king's a king of kings. You know, he was just the man. You know, he was that manly man that whenever the king went out, it was his custom to travel with his army he would go because that's the kind of person that David was. He was the kind of person that the people loved to follow. You ever have somebody that when they say something, it's easy for you to obey and listen because you love them, and that's how David was to his people. He was the king, and it wasn't like, listen to what I say, but they loved him because he always went to war with them. That showed he was down for a fight, that he wasn't running. And even though he was the king and his life was at stake, he went out with his people. If my people are going to fight, I'm going to be there right with him. So that's the kind of person David was. But here it says, but David remained in Jerusalem. If you can understand what happens before this story, David starts to slip a little bit in his relationship with God. But let's read on in verse 2. One evening, David got up from his bed and walked around on the roof of the palace. From the roof, he saw a woman bathing. The woman was very beautiful, and David sent someone to find out about her. The man said, isn't this Bathsheba, the daughter of Elam and the wife of Uriah the Hittite? Then David sent messengers to get her. She came to him and he slept with her. She had purified herself from her uncleanliness, conceived and sent word to David saying, I am pregnant. What happened right now? He just did the naughty, naughty and you don't, listen to me, you don't do that with somebody else's wife. It did not excuse David, even though he was the king. And the Bible says that David, listen, David is not just some just, oh, he's just a nobody. He was the king. He was the example. The Bible said, the Bible, the only person the Bible says this about is David, a man after God's own heart. Throughout the entire Bible, it only says that about David. He was an awesome guy and all the things, the mighty things that David, he's the one that cut off the giant's head. David and Goliath, that's the same David. And here we see that great man of God, that awesome man who was a God, a man after God's own heart, falling, and he slept with Bathsheba. You can even see it now. One morning, he, he's, not with the, he's not with the army, so he's a little restless. He's, he has nothing to do. So he's walking around. He's already starting to get in some troubled waters. And after, instead of listening to God... Here he comes out one day and he's in his palace. And he says he saw from his rooftop of his palace a woman bathing. And immediately started lusting after her. I can tell you one thing, that's for sure. Right then the Holy Spirit was telling David, David, stop. Don't even think about it. Stop. Don't, don't, Don't even look away. Get back into your palace and pray. That's not what happens here. Then David sent messengers to get her. David, don't do that. Holy Spirit's warning him. Don't do that. That's not who you are. You are the king. You are a child of God. You have the Holy Spirit. Don't do that, David. Go get her. I want to hear. And David took another man's wife and slept with her. He slept with another man's wife. And the story doesn't even end there. I'm not going to read the entire story because it will take some time. But if you want to, you can read it on your own time. I'm just going to paraphrase it for you. What ends up happening, she becomes pregnant. That's not his wife. So, what happens? David starts to make a plan. He starts conniving, starts strategizing, getting a plan. It's like, I am in trouble. Instead of confessing his sin, owning up to it. David, you need to own up to it. Be a man. You messed up. You are the king. You're supposed to be the example, but you failed. Own up to it. Repent before God. No. No. No, no, no. That's That's not what he's doing here. The story goes on to say that David started planning he got the husband of Bathsheba. He said, you know what? If I can get her husband to come here and sleep with her, it'll seem like all this happened, and it's his baby, and I'll get away clean. So the story goes on and says that David sent word to bring back Uriah, Bathsheba's husband, to come back and to celebrate. Uriah comes back from the, the war is still going on. Uriah's coming back, and David asks him, have you met with your wife yet? You know, you're on this vacation, if you will. Like, man, you're back with your wife. You've been on war. You haven't seen her. Dude, I, have you seen your wife? What's up? He's talking, fellowshipping. No, dude. No, my, my men, my, 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 my team, my, my soldiers, my fellow soldiers, they're out at war right now, risking their lives. I'm not going to go with my wife right now and act like everything's okay. And he tried to persuade him to be with his wife, but he never saw her. David, what are, you, what are you doing? David, stop. Don't do that. David, stop. Stop. Don't tell him. Tell him the truth, David. No. So now David, Bathsheba pregnant, Uriah not meeting up, he doesn't stop there. He doesn't stop. The Bible says that he he goes on and he sends words to his generals. He said, put uriah in the front line you know back back in the day war they used to meet up they used to have two two fights right here one camp and another camp and it wasn't like you're hiding in trees and you're shooting with a rifle it was straight up like you would meet each other to the death that's how wars were You see it sometimes in movies. There is no running. There is no fighting. The only running you're doing is at your enemy. You're making a beeline. You have your shield up and your sword. And usually the the first line is the first line to go out. They're usually the first line to make the push to go on in. But they're usually the first people to die because of the first contact. That's the kind of, of thing. When you go to the first line, that's what happens. And here is David. He's saying to his generals, go send Uriah to the front of the line and go attack. He's basically writing out Uriah's death sentence. David, you're better than that. You are a king. You still have a chance. Repent. You don't have to do that. Own up. Fest to it. Send him in the front line and go attack. What ends up happening, Uriah and his men... It was an impossible fight. It was one of these fights. It wasn't even a chance. He sends him up. David gets word that Uriah is dead. David killed a man. He deliberately planned his that he killed him. Let's follow up in verse twenty six, Second Samuel eleven twenty six, and it says, "When Uriah's wife heard that her husband was dead." She mourned for him. After the time of mourning was over, David had her brought to his house and she became his wife and bore him a son. Right here. Check this out. But the thing David had done displeased the Lord. But the thing David had done displeased the Lord. You mean the, the man after God's own heart? You're talking about the king, the leader, the example? But the thing David had done displeased the Lord. There's no favorites in the kingdom of God, even a king can fall. And instead of owning up and fessing up and saying, man, I need help. Man, this, this is this problem. David was having an identity crisis. David was having this thing where he should have owned up to it. and said, this is what's happening. This is who I am. I sinned before God. And instead, he puts on this mask and asks if everything's okay. As a matter of fact, orchestrates a man's death. When you begin as a Christian to put on that mask, you start finding out you begin to orchestrate sin in your life. You become this conductor for things to just get worse. They get worse. You ever notice when you have that mask on, it's hard for you to serve God? It's as if there's these chains and like you can't even speak up, utter a word about God, or say something good or share your testimony. Because you got to put on this front of who you, you are to people. That's what the mask is doing. But when you're here in church, you're free. Freedom brains. We're singing songs. But one day out the week is not good enough because you got the mask on the rest of the week. What does it look like? What does your mask look like? Everybody has a different one. You miss good two shoes here, but you're always angry, upset, depressed. You have no idea, but you may be sitting someone sitting next to someone dealing with that. And I, you have, I won't, I won't name names, but I have seen things that have crushed my heart. I haven't even known the person, but I'm seeing scars on somebody's hand. It can make me cry thinking about it. How someone's trying to end their life, a scar, and it's it's going down from their hand and scars all over. Trying to end their life. But you come to church, everything's cool. But when you leave, the mask comes on. Are you living saved or is Christianity your mask? David was covering up his sin. That's what that mask does. It covers up your sin. And you don't have to look to your neighbor and say, he's talking about you. Let's all do a reality check talking about you yeah I'm I'm talking about you yeah I I got your number on this one and it's hard I I don't want to say I don't want to be proud like yeah I'm talking about you but we need to be honest on who you really are It's not we're living two double lives like if we're Batman in one and then Bruce Wayne in the other. No, this is who you are. I am saved. I am a Christian. This is who I am here in the church. When I go back to school, when I'm talking with my friends, my language, how I talk, what I say does not change. I am saved. I'm letting God speak and use me. Here's the third thing to know. Sin takes you away from God. But the thing David had done displeased the lord god wasn't in david's business as a matter of fact if you don't start fessing up he'll start sending people your way as a matter of fact he's using me today hey hey wake up wake up get this right get it today get it right don't let tomorrow come and you still dealing with this problem over here no get it right today you can come up and pray and i'll deal with it i'll deal with you so many times we're We're not allowing God to deal with us. Like we're afraid. We're afraid. So many of us, I remember growing up, I was afraid whenever I would do something wrong. And and I knew I was in trouble. And and so many times, instead of going up to my parents and saying, hey, I messed up, and dealing with it like a seven-year-old should, I would run. And mind you, I was quick. And so I remember I, w- I broke the man. That's the worst time. I broke the china cabinet in the living room, and my mom told me not to play soccer in the house. Okay, I didn't get it. I was young. I thought maybe she meant when she's not around. Anyways, long story short, I go over here like this, yeah, and this thing goes right into the china cabinet, and she's in the kitchen, and I'm like, and I'm trying to hide it. What was that? Damn. So I'm over here, like, I quickly, like, everything fell into pieces. I quickly shoved the big pieces out, and I went into my room, and she's looking for where it's at. Like, she, she never thought the china cabinet, because she knew if the china cabinet was hit, that, like, I wouldn't be alive. You know what I'm saying? So she was hoping it wasn't the china cabinet. So she's looking at everything else. Like, maybe he broke the picture frame. Maybe he did this. The china cabinet was last. And I'm thinking to myself, why is it taking so long? The last thing, about five minutes later. Adam! Oh, man. Come out! And I remember I opened up my room. Here's the table in the living room. She's at one end, belt in hand. And I knew putting on the jets on this one. Come here! And she swings, and I'm gone. And you know that chase you do? You run around the table. Like she's over here, and then you're here, and then you run. And then when she's over there, that's exactly what I was doing. And then they get you with this. If you run, it'll be worse. She said, if you run, it'll be worse. Wait till your father, she said, wait till your father gets here. Sure enough, she didn't spank me. I was too fast for her, she couldn't catch me. My father, he didn't even chase. He said, come over here, you run as double. And he wasn't holding back, he was a man, so he knew how to hit. He wasn't any one of these things, like when you swing, you know, he move like that. He's like, no, stay, whoosh. And some here it is. Sometimes in the church, what God is going to do is sometimes can feel like that because you know how he deals with you. You're his child. Get that in the place. You're his child. And it's not like God's going to use me to, OK, we're all going to have an altar call. Where I'm going to spank you guys. Ready? <laughs> what kind of church is that? Ah, this spanked me like good. No, 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 no. You know, this is what this is how it's going to happen. You come up to these altars. You pray, say, "Man, God, I deal with lust. I I look at pornography. God, deal with me. God, I'm I'm very angry. God, I'm I'm depressed. God, deal with me." That's what it looks like, and God begins to pull these things out. And I tell you, man, what happened to me when I left these things at the altar and say, "God, I'm giving this to you." Man, I remember I just started crying. I wasn't just because I'm sentimental. I like crying a lot. Like I watch The Notebook, I start crying. That's not, no, that's not at all. Who I'm telling you, I'm a grown man. I is grown. Check me out. I is grown, okay? But I remember coming to God and saying, man, God, I deal with this. I remember what it felt like. God was just breaking my heart. It's like he showed me I was running the whole entire time, doing what David. Instead of owning up to it, God is saying, I'm breaking this right now. I'm going to take this from you. You've been holding out, and I'm taking it from you. And he fills you up with love, and it's it's something else. I just know that I'd rather be dealt with the Lord than hide. Just that feeling when you're hiding something, you, just, you always have to cover it up and cover it up and lie. You know what I'm talking about? Like you're hiding something from somebody, and you just, it's that feeling of, man, if I'm getting caught, let God deal with you. I remember the freedom. Oh, my gosh, the freedom. When God dealt with me, when I came before God, God, this is who I am. I'm tired of running. Oh, my friends, I was crying because I was running from God, but God filled me with his love. It was something beautiful, and I'm telling you, if that's you today, you will have the chance to come on up. Sin separates you from God. It displeases God. Don't hide your sin as if you can hide it from God. The only thing you're doing is hiding it from those who love you that want to see the best from you. And if you're new at all this, don't say, well, I, I ain't got. You're acting like you're better than all of us. I'm your pastor. I still say I still come to God. What makes you think you're better? I do this. <laughs> Not at all. That don't make you say. I was talking to somebody one time. and They said, man, let me ask you something, man, just really quick. Sometimes I ask this and I say, if you were to die today, where would you go? And that was it. Like, I was shocked. I didn't know what to say to that. That's never happened to me before. Usually they start arguing with you, and they start saying, nah, I don't believe in that. But the man did this, and I just, okay. <laughs> I see you. I see you, right? Right? That's what they're doing. But let me tell you what, man. It can only get worse if you cover up your son. It, it does. You look, Take this for example. Um... If you have a how do you say it now, bubo? If you get cut, what do you call it nowadays? You say boo boo, and I'm gonna we'll say. It. All right, fine. If you if you have a boo boo, right? If you get if you get hurt, let's use technical terms. If you get hurt, right, you have to know that if 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 there's dirt inside of it, what what do you got to do? That is the obvious thing to do, right? And it and whenever you put that alcohol, that that. That wiping pad up, what what's the first thing that happens? It hurts, it starts fizzling up. It's like that's nasty. What's happening? It's killing the the infection. But it always stings. And I remember sometimes I used to get cuts and I remember I didn't like it, but I knew it was coming anyways. That's what it's like when, when God does it. It's like deal with it. Some of you gotta listen up. Confess your sin. Confess it. Man, God, I've been hiding this sin. I lust. I do this behind no one's back. I do this with my girlfriend. We've been doing this. God, man, I. this is my, I'm always, I'm rebellious. What is it? It's that sting. But I'm going to tell you what, God can heal you. Amen. You have to understand, that's not the end of the story. In David and Bathsheba, God sends a prophet. Check this out. God would so, he loves you so much. He's not, if you're stubborn enough to get it right, instead of David getting like, okay, fine, I'll come to God. No, 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 David's still acting like if everything's okay, so God's going to get there. He sends a prophet, another person to speak on his behalf. And some of you guys are thinking, man, I'm hearing what God is saying. I'm in the right, but you're living in sin. That's not, you're not hearing God. You're hearing your flesh. But check this out. So God sent a man of God. He sent a prophet. He sent the, the prophet Nathan to speak to David. And Nathan just used a story. He said, here it is, David. Here's this two men. One man has a lot. One man has a little. The one man has a little. He had this one little lamb. He, he, he grew up with it. He, he had it. It was in his possession. It was with his family. And here comes the rich man. He comes and sees, and he wants to throw a party. He wants to throw like a, a picnic. And he takes... That one little lamb from that man, David's reaction, that man deserves to die. How could he do that? If I were to see him, if he's in this kingdom, he's going to die. Nathan looks right at David. That is you. It's nothing like God having your number and God calling you out, putting your business out there. Do it. You hear these stories. I'll tell you today, modern day, there are men, there were men of God who fell into sin, fell into sin. And I'm not talking about like, like oh, like he lied. Like he, like, even that, that's bad. But you, but you look at it like this. He started sleeping around with prostitutes. And this man had a million dollar ministry. He was bringing in a million dollars a month. I believe that's the number. And it was crazy. His name was Jimmy Swagger. Okay, I said swagger, y'all. Look, swag. (laughs) No, that's not swag at all. But let me tell you what. Jimmy swagger. Let me tell you, when sin comes into your life, it's not like, oh, I messed up. No. You notice how you start creeping into it. There's a pattern before the the big thing, if you will. For example, I'm going to use sexual sin. For example, it starts with the lust of the eyes. You're walking. You know you should be looking straight to your class, but... Walking backwards. What's wrong with you? Don't don't do that. Or ladies, hey, do you got that saggy hair right here? I call it saggy. My bad. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> we don't want no saggy hair. But check this out? That's what's happening. It starts with the lust of the eye. This is what's happening. And then what's next? It, 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 this happens. Is is now the manifestation of not from the lust to the physical. Well, maybe you're 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 filling up on somebody, or maybe guys, you take the strawberry jelly lotion in your own time. You know, no, no. See, see, we talk about these things because look, look, look. Here's what happens. Listen, that starts to happen, and then the third level, you 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 get with another person and you start sleeping around. I remember it started like that. Don't look around like, that's nasty. <laughs> like, you're doing it when you go back. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. There is forgiveness when you, when you repent from your sin. I like this story. Nathan called him out, and he said this. That is you, David. And he started telling them some things, but in 2 Samuel 12, Verses 13 through 14, it says this. Then David said to Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. You think? You're finally, David, great job. You finally got it. He's like, I have sinned against the Lord. (laughs) No, it doesn't hurt, guys. I'm just kidding. But you, David, what took you so long? What takes so long for us to come to these altars and come to God and say, God, I'm taking off the mask. We laugh. We laugh. Instead of saying, instead of doing like this soul search and saying, nope, there's something that that I can deal with. It's up to you. I'm just encouraging you. When I receive freedom, I wouldn't trade it at all for anything. That day When I said, This is who I am, I need God to come into my life to change me. I don't want to be the same. That joy at the end, you couldn't stop me from telling people about Jesus Christ. And even to this day, I'm preaching it to you. Amen. There is forgiveness, confession brings forgiveness. Here's a good principle be quick to forgive. We live in this, especially in high school, someone gives you the wrong look. They're enemy number one. You're walking, you're minding your own business, right? With your backpack on. on. you just looking at me like that? What? Are you serious? And then we go back home on Facebook. I can't stand this girl. I can't believe it. She looked at me all wrong. Are we serious? <laughs> I can't believe these girls shaking my head. I can't believe them. Because they looked at you. You don't know if they had a twitch in their eye? That's the way old girl was walking that day. It's twitching like this. And she happened to look your way. Uh. uh-uh. Go put on blast on Facebook. And some of you guys don't even keep it there. You're a foul language. If we were to put up your Facebook right now. Mm. Put up some of your Facebook. Where are you working at? I work for blank, blank, blank. Oh, really? So when you come to when you come to church, you're working for the Lord. The Bible says that what common does light have with darkness? I'm just keeping it real because here's the thing. I can't be superficial here in church and just come for an emotion because emotions will do you wrong. Emotions will do you wrong. Be quick to forgive people. Don't hold grudges. Don't go back on Facebook blowing up your statuses about such and such. Having your friends, only your friends like it, like, like, like. Don't be don't be like that. And especially whenever someone does something to you, anger and holding grudges, it doesn't do you good. Just hold it. What happens? You're upset at that person. You're upset. And whatever's happening, like a month goes by and you realize, man, there's nothing to be upset about. I just lost it. And you start exchanging words. You start saying things you don't mean. That's a good principle to learn today. Be quick to forgive the same way. Check this out. God is quick to forgive you. You think, do you think when you come up to these altars, check this out. In closing, can you stand for me, please? If you can get some prayer music for me, ready. Do you think that God, when you come up here for prayer, listen up. God is like this. God is like, like he's debating whether he wants to forgive you. I don't know. Do they mean it? Do you think it's like that? Like God turns his back. it's like, forget it. Now you have to really cry out loud. When you come up to these altars and you say, God, I have sinned against you and you alone. I need you to forgive me and give me your love. Give me your peace. God is waiting. The Bible says there's a story of the prodigal son, and it's kind of like us. When we leave God, the Bible talks about how the relationship between the son and the father, the father, when that son left, he took everything he had and said, forget this, I'm going. He basically turned his back on the father. And he went out and spent his money, and he found out he was eating with the pigs because he had nothing left. What he thought he could have was not even real. And he says he came back to his father one day. And the Bible describes that the father, you would think the father would be at the house. I can't believe this guy, just leaving. It describes the father pacing back and forth in expectation. I can't wait for that boy to get back home. I can't wait for that boy to get back home. After all that son put that father through, and the Bible says that the father saw the son a long way off. And the son sees the father. And I bet you in his mind, he's making up all these excuses to say, man, dad, you know what? You were right. I shouldn't have done this. This happened this way. I never thought that was going to happen. Just trying to make it right like that. I'll be even one of your servants. If you just let me back into your house, just please. And the Bible says that the father, when he saw his son, took off running towards his son, running after him and embraced him. Told the servants, get out our best cast, Get out our best ox. We're going to slaughter it. We're having a feast. My son is back. I thought he was dead. He once was dead, but now he is alive. He is back. Let us celebrate. God is waiting for that time for you to come back to these altars. Say, I'm going to be real with who I am. I'm not going to play church, but I'm coming up to this altar, and I'm putting myself out there. I'm saying, God, this is my life. You know it. You're not hiding anything from God. But you're saying, God, come to me. I need your help. With eyes closed in this place. There is forgiveness for those who want it. It doesn't matter if your sin is big or small in your eyes. It's a sin and it separates you from God. And you need God today. You need his power. You need his forgiveness in your life. Here's what we're going to do. When I count to three. If that's you, if that's you, you're saying, I need his forgiveness. I need his love. I'm done putting on the mask. I'm taking off the mask, and I am embracing my identity as a son, as a daughter of the king. Come on right now. I'm going to pray for you, and then I'm going to release you to these altars, and we're going to play some music, and we're just going to have this next couple moments of prayer of you just talking to God. Father, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you would break chains in this place. Father, that you would speak individually to every student. Holy Spirit, do do your thing. I pray that you would convict hearts. Father, I pray for repentance, and I pray for a fresh baptism of your Holy Spirit fire. I pray for a fresh relationship to be renewed here in Jesus' name. Come on, if that's you right now, on count of three, one, two, three, come. Come to these altars right now. Just pray. Just talk with God. Come on up. Come on, if you can play that over again for me. We're just going to have these next couple moments of prayer. Come on. Come on, if you need to fall to your you need to do whatever it takes, don't let me tell you how to pray. I want you to be real as if you were talking to me. And if you're at these altars, just listen to me before we start praying. It's just saying, God, I'm sorry for my sin. And just start naming out your sin. It's not that God doesn't know it. You're confessing it. You're taking ownership of it. Come on. Some of you need to confess that power over your life. Come on, don't be idle right now in this time of prayer. Come on, stay engaged, stay engaged with the Holy Spirit. Come on, I'll tell you, there is forgiveness if you want it. It's not because you came up, it's because your heart is now saying, God, here I am. This is who I am. Come on, stay engaged right now. What God is doing, stay focused, start praying. Come on, just open up your mouth just so everybody just start encouraged. Why don't you just speak it out, out loud? Just not because we're nosy, but we're encouraging each other. I'm just like you. I need God as much as you. Come on. All across this place, Father, we come before you. Repentance in the name of Jesus. Come on. If we can have some of the leaders just start going over and just start praying with some of our students. You don't have to pray too long. Just encourage them to seek the face of the Lord. Come on, if you're a 201 leader, you can go around and start praying for some of them. Come on, this power to break every chain, no matter what you're facing. Come on, it is broken in the name of Jesus. Right now, every chain, every lie, every mask that we used to wear, that you were wearing, is broken. It is off you in the name of Jesus. And I declare a power, I declare a freedom for every student here. I declare the Holy Spirit's power over every of your lives in the name of Jesus. Come on, receive it right now. Right now in the name of Jesus. Every chain in your life broken right now. Come on. Amen. Come on. Come on. Come on. And if that's you in this place and you have the forgiveness of the Lord, you came before God. This is what this song is saying now. Now we are part of God's army. We're a part of his army. And now we're rising up. We're no longer the same. We're rising above the norm. Come on, in closing, let's sing this out. We're a part of this army. There's an army rising up. Come on. Rising up. Come on, and there's an army rising up. Come on, and there's an army. Come on, in closing, if you're a part of that army, if you receive this forgiveness, go ahead and raise your hands right now. Come on. As our sign is that we serve a God that is able to break chains. Come on. Chain, break every chain. Bye, come on if you're done praying just go ahead and worship to the end of this song we worship you God come on if you have freedom in this place let's worship the Lord come on we praise your name we praise your name oh God if you guys can hold the hand of the person next to you in closing I know we're ending a little fast for prayer but if you want to pray when I dismiss you guys You are more than welcome to stay up here and to just bask, to tarry in the presence of God. And a matter of fact, we're going to leave this room as a prayer time. So if you're in here, we want to encourage you to pray only. And if you want to talk and have a good time, we have the student center for you. But I believe God is doing something great right now. Don't be so quick to leave. Don't be so quick to leave. Let him continue to work. Father, I pray for every student in this place. That God, they will receive that forgiveness. Father, I pray right now, Father Lord, if we had eyes to see in the spiritual, these masks that are falling off our faces. The Father, they are on the floor. They are not who we are. Point. If you had eyes to see, the chains that were broken off of you today. The power. What happened here, wasn't just just prayer. Chains were being broken off, spiritual chains broken off of you. Father, we thank you that your power is still good for today. God, we thank you that every student in this place has that freedom now to now live it out, to be that son and daughter of a king, be that son and daughter of God. Come on, just just take a couple moments to just take that in right now. Come on, he did that for you. He gave you freedom right now. Come on. I'm free. I'm free. I no longer have to deal with that guilt of me. No, that's gone. That guilt that you were feeling before when you came here is gone. That fear that you had of whatever may be the situation is gone. Come on, let it be broken off of you. God, we thank you. God, we thank you. We bless your name. In Jesus' name. Come on, if you just want to stay here and pray, you are more than welcome. I going to put this song up. But if you want a fellowship, we have the cafe, the student center. If we can get some leaders to go over there, just monitor it. But guys, be blessed. Just keep on seeking the Lord. Come on.